G'day, it's Michael from Territory Technology. Decided to do a little webcast podcast to talk about cybersecurity. There's a whole heap of information out in the world that you can read about. Most people tend not to or found. So what we thought we'd do is just do a couple of short five minute videos talking about specific topics to give you a bit of an idea of what you should be looking for and help protect your business. Today, we're going to talk about the principle of zero trust. As the name suggests, it means trust no one, trust nothing, trust no information that you're receiving unless you go off and independently validate it. And the whole idea of that, of course, is to make sure that the information that you're getting is actually valid. It's not forged. It's not using incorrect details. It's not using the wrong bank account. It's basically what you need to make sure that you can continue to operate your business, pay your bills, and communicate with legitimate people, ensuring that the details that you have are correct. There's a couple of different principles within this that we can talk about today. Firstly, you wanna verify their identity. The best way to do that is to ensure that the people that you're communicating with, whether that be via email or by even phone these days, are the people that they claim to be. The first way to do that is to find publicly available information in relation to their email address, their website address, their domain and their phone number. You use white pages, you use some of the Google searching that will pull up public information to validate that the phone number that you've got on the bottom of the invoice or the bottom of the email is actually the phone number of the organisation that you want to speak with. So many times we've seen that information's been hacked in invoices or the footers of emails and it's been replaced with information that's not legitimate so that the hacker is the person that you actually contact to validate the information that you have. The second we look at is a thing called least privilege. Basically, give permission to no one and make them work for it. The quickest and easiest way to understand that is basically give no one any permission to do anything, only enough to do what they need to do to complete their job. If you're someone that's working in the finance industry, you don't give someone that started a week ago full access to all of your accounting system or your payroll or your accounts payable and accounts receivable. Typically, they'll have access to a particular area that they need just to do their job. The rest of it is not required. With all ICT systems, you should have some sort of monitoring. In the zero trust principle, we talk about a thing called continuous monitoring, which is as the name again suggests, it's continually monitoring all of the systems, how they're talking to each other, who's talking to what, is anyone talking to devices outside of your organisation? Is anyone making any calls to mainland China? Why is your computer talking to someone in Russia? The systems that do this are actually looking for particular trends. We can label countries as not appropriate. We can monitor all of those communications between systems to ensure that Nothing's getting accidentally leaked out, that systems aren't accidentally talking to other places that they shouldn't be, and that there's been nothing built into some of these systems that are causing them to talk to countries that we trust less than others. So if you don't know what you don't know, you can't fix it. And this is the best way to find out exactly who's talking to whom. So by adopting a zero trust model, most organisations can strengthen their overall security posture and better protect the systems, the assets, the information. This approach then ensures that basically everyone is checked before um, any transactions happen with them, before they're a trusted source. Um, 
and you're not relying on the information that's been sent in. In so many cases that we find that where invoices have been hacked and where systems have been hacked, they replace that information with what they want you to believe. And of course, then people undertake paying money, depositing funds, doing all sorts of things that are, you know, ultimately cost the business money. There's no other gain here for the hackers. They're typically just after cash. Um, this is particularly relevant today. You know, we're in a we're in a position that we've never seen before as far as the uh, amount of uh, cyber um, hacks that we're seeing, the, the, the level of sophisticated hacks, uh, they're just becoming more and more complex with the advent of AI. Um, that's making these attacks easier um, because the attackers are using AI to develop a lot of this contextual information. You know, in past, we've seen a lot of poorly worded and misspelt, uh, poor language around um, some of the emails that come in because they've come from different cultures and different countries using AI, chat GPT, things like that, you can actually produce perfect English. So the long and the short of zero trust, trust no one, validate all your information independently. Go off and check, make a phone call, verify that you've got the right domain, you've got the right people, you've got the right bank accounts, then record all that information and don't let anyone change it. You need to have internal policies within your organisation to make sure that no one can just change bank account details without having approval or validation from someone else within the business. Again, in the last 12 or 18 months, I've seen in the vicinity of a million dollars walk out the door because people haven't validated the information. That's money that you can't get back. The insurance companies might pay you back. 10 or 20 cents in the dollar if you're lucky. So that's a big hit to your organization. So again, trust no one, check everything and be safe. Thanks for joining me. Hopefully you got some information out of this that is useful and you got some takeaways from it. Again, it's designed so that you can pick up a few tips without having to read War and Peace. Uh, feel free to drop by again. Have a great day.